Welcome to the Rated JG Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Gilly. Thank you all for tuning in. What's going on, everybody? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Rated JG Podcast. I am going to be flying solo today. It is, uh, it's been a while since I've done a solo podcast, but got some things I wanted to talk about. So, uh, gonna switch it up a little bit. I know we've had guests on the last, uh, at least, you know, three or four episodes, but well, whatever. Nonetheless, just gonna go solo on this one. Uh, I just want to say thank you all for the support. Uh, I have actually upgraded recently to a fancy new microphone. I don't know if y'all can tell the difference, but I certainly can, uh, in my recording and, uh, you know, editing and whatnot. But yeah, I was able to do that due to the amount of sales that I had on the hoodies. You guys were awesome. I did three different orders of hoodies. I mean, we sold we sold out of them every single time. I mean, quick. So y'all are awesome. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, so I'm going to be making some upgrades to the studio soon, not just the microphone. So I'm going to get some new stuff in here. Uh, I'll show pictures whenever I get everything that I want uh, kind of finalized and settled in. But yeah, thank you all for making that stuff possible because uh, like I always say, if y'all want to, if y'all keep listening to me, I will keep putting it out there. So um, I'm going to be working on some new merchandise. Uh, It's obviously getting really hot over here in Texas, so the hoodies are no longer going to be in circulation, Um, but I'm going to be doing some t-shirts. So uh, working on a new logo design for that and uh, interested in what colors y'all want for like, uh, you know, just the t-shirt itself and the fonts. So Y'all DM me, reach out, let me know, uh, you know, what kind of stuff that y'all are looking for and we'll get some high quality stuff printed up and out, uh, ready to purchase, uh, as soon as possible. I'll keep y'all posted on that. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot has happened since my last episode. Uh, the last episode I had was, uh, my buddy Caleb came on and we talked about the upcoming UFC card and it lived up to the hype for sure. Uh, with maybe the exception of the main event, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was, a great card from start to finish. Uh, as I said before in the podcast and multiple times before that, my boy Sugar Sean O'Malley showed out, knew it, called it. He's going to be the man. Uh, coming for that 135 belt, I actually, I was off. My prediction was, you know, a uh, second round TKO, and he did it in the first round. So I'm like, okay, dude's been out of the ring for two years, or excuse me, octagon for two years. Didn't have an ounce of ring rust on him. Looked like a, like he never missed a beat. So he's coming for that 135 belt. Can't wait to see what the rankings have him after that fight. Uh, but that that was exciting. That actually was free. So everybody got to see him fight uh, if you're watching on ESPN. Uh, then that led into the pay-per-view card, which was one of the... It, that, that card gave birth to one of the craziest... I, I would put it in my top 25 fights of all time. Uh, and it was actually a, a woman's fight, which typically aren't my favorite, um, just because there's not, they almost always go to a decision, but, um, this one did go to a sit to a decision and it was, uh, Joanna Yedjacek and, uh, Weili Zhang craziest, like I said, top 25 fights I've ever seen in my life. These freaking girls were wailing on each other for five rounds. Like it was everything you want from a championship fight with maybe the exception of the fact that nobody, maybe with the exception of the fact that nobody got knocked out or finished, whatever you want to say, but it did lead to some mangled faces. These girls walked out of there looking like freaking, I don't even know. I mean, like it was nuts that, uh, Joanna had the craziest hematoma I've ever seen in my life. She looked like a cartoon character, 
like the alien off of American Dad or Mega Mind or whatever. Like this was nuts. She didn't even look like the same human being. Like if you could draw what an alien's head looks like, like with a little tiny chin and then their head's like almost triangular, like a like a light bulb. That's what her face looked like. Nuts. Crazy fight. Uh, Zhang got to you know withhold her belt, but that was like a crazy title defense. I'm sure that's going to lead to other rematches in the future with them. But that wasn't even the main event. Uh, the main event was uh, Stylebender and Yoel Romero, which was both lackluster and underwhelming to say the least. You know, if you watch fights like some of my me and my buddies do, uh, you understand what Stylebender was doing. He was uh, kind of waiting and for for his opponent to come to him because he has everything to lose. You know, he's got the belt, he's defending it, he called out Romero and all this stuff and it just kind of turned into like a game of chess. Like nobody was really moving, nobody was really doing anything, which I understand, but it definitely made for a boring fight. So uh, he, he did defend his belt and uh, we're going to probably see him and Paulo Costa really soon. So that's uh, looking forward to that. But he, he did what he wanted. He got the Yoel Romero name on his resume now, got him, took care of him pretty pretty easily. So there's that. But another huge news in UFC, uh, I guess the the UFC world, is Stipe Miocic and Daniel Cormier apparently have like verbally agreed? I don't know if it's if it's on paper yet, but they're going to do the trilogy, which is going to be awesome. I don't know when that's going to take place, but DC is going to have to lose like a thousand pounds, and I don't even know if Stipe can see out of his eye yet because he had that eye problem. But either way, these dudes are going to duke it out for the the trilogy right there at heavyweight. So excited about that! I'm not going to bore y'all with any more of my UFC talk because I know I do that too often, but. Anyways, that happened. Had to touch on it. Love you, Sugar Sean. Um, but yeah, in, in other sports, my my Dallas Stars, oh my God, have absolutely been breaking my heart lately. They have been dog shit. They've lost seven of their last eight, uh, and the season is now postponed, not just for them, but for the entire NHL because of the coronavirus, which we'll touch on that later. But yeah, like so the season's po- postponed, like I think indefinitely, so... Uh, that's, that sucks. Cause I, you know, I love watching the games, but it's almost good for them at this point because they were playing so God awful. So we'll, uh, see what pans out with that. The NBA is also suspend or, uh, yeah, postponed, excuse me for whoever, however long, but anyways, I'm going to touch on the last stars game that I went to, which was this past Tuesday. Um, I was, you know, incredibly excited about it. You know, the New York Rangers are coming to town. I've never seen them play. They're obviously a big name team and, you know, the stars were terrible. So we were like, yeah, you know, maybe they'll break out of their slump. And man, did this not, if this didn't lead to one of the most ridiculous Tuesdays of my life. So uh, I promised my wife I would tell this story on here, but it was like, so we, we have this routine where we'll, uh, you know, we'll get out towards Dallas because we live about an hour from there give or take you know how long traffic is 30 minutes an hour whatever um but we'll leave the house fairly early to get in this one little parking spot that's really cheap and then we'll like we'll walk to Hooters or to Hero or to one of the local little restaurant bars or whatever so we don't have to spend all the money inside the American Airlines Center well I got I got this little bone in me where I was like hey let's go switch it up let's go do a different restaurant or something which is like five minutes from the american airline center and that was where our whole day started going south so i go i missed my exit and like i mean i saw it i didn't know if it was the right one and in dallas traffic 
if you're not for sure, you're, you're going to miss it. So anyways, blew right past it. And I was like, Oh shit. So we end up going up to the next three or four exits to reroute and get stuck in even more traffic up there by like SMU. And man, we are, we are jam packed. I'm talking stop and go traffic going through these weird little Dallas neighborhoods. I don't know anything about. So long story short, 45 minutes in traffic just to go to this different restaurant. That was like two minutes up the road from where we normally go. Um, then we get there, our server messed up our food order and our drink orders, which was like no big deal, but like just annoying. So there's that. Then we get, finally get to the game after going and f- seeing about 20 minutes for, of traffic from there back to the American Airlines Center. So we've been in traffic for a grand total of about an hour for no reason at all. Um, so we're all pissed off because of that. Our, our food and our drinks were messed up. No big deal, whatever. But get to the gate, and I'm a partial season ticket holder. So like I have all my all my tickets on my phone, no problem. You Whatever, swipe up, you're good to go, blah, blah, blah done it a hundred times we get to the front of the line and this lady's like hey your tickets aren't working and i'm you know keeping it cool i'm like well let me try again she's like i don't know what to tell you and i'm like we better figure something out because i'm about to lose my shit right here in this line she's like just go over there to the will call and they'll you know they'll fix it for you they we've been having issues tonight okay we have like five minutes before the game starts so i draw i walk all the way over to will call and they have to like print out my ticket but they end up calling some like the guy who sold me the tickets like months ago, I'm like season ticket guy, he was on the phone with them and I'm holding up this whole line and he ends up printing out tickets that were upgraded. So I got better seats, but annoying nonetheless. So we finally get inside the game and the puck is about to drop. And uh, I'm like, all right, I'm just, just going to get a beer. You know, I need to calm down. So we go get these beers. And if they weren't the most disgusting, flat, it tasted like the beer had been sitting out in the sun for like a month. I'm like, what in the hell? Are you kidding me? So anyways, whatever. Go with my nasty beer, sit down, ready for the puck to drop. And if the freaking Rangers don't score within 30 seconds, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, bro. I just got here. They're like, are the people that were in the seats next to us hadn't even sat down yet. We're already down one to nothing. Which proceeded into the Rangers scoring four unanswered goals. So we're down four to nothing after two periods. And I'm like, I'm out of here. I look at Casey. I'm like, you ready to go? She's yeah, absolutely. So there was my last impression of the stars right now. So I don't know what's going to happen with the season, but that's going to definitely leave a bad taste in my mouth. If that's the last game that I see for a while. So anyways, terrible Tuesday, whatever it's behind us, but little rant there. But as I mentioned a minute ago about the whole, coronavirus thing this is like this has been something that's stirring in my mind and I think everybody else is too I mean if you're in any form of social media you see you can't scroll for more than two seconds without seeing something about the coronavirus whether it be you know positive or negative whatever that may be but I was like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on that today and I and it got me thinking I'm gonna do a little little topic I don't know if it's gonna be a recurring thing but for today, we're going to go with it. I'm going to say it's going to be a recurring segment uh, called Things I Didn't Know. And uh, I figured out, you know, what a, what a better way to start than coronavirus. And what I mean by things I didn't know is, like, why is this, this, this disease, this virus, this illness, how in the world is this becoming a political thing? 
you know, I, I don't, I don't push my political beliefs upon anyone. I'm not, I'm not right. I'm not left. I'm not, I'm, I'm just kind of neutral. I'm not, I don't have a, a preference either way, but it's weird to me that things like this are always around like the election years. And I saw something on, you know, social media about like, you know, Ebola and swine flu and all that stuff that we've lived through. If you're, you know, my age, you know, in your twenties and they always happen to fall on election years. And then it somehow turns into like, what is, what is this person going to do about it? What is that person going to do about it? And then social class, this, and like, it, it just kind of blows my mind maybe because I'm so removed from it. And this is just something that I don't think about. I don't know. Maybe I'm a bad American. Maybe I just don't care that much about, you know, political ins and outs and whatnot, but I just don't understand how this, this virus or whatever breeds all this negativity and like fuels the fire for like political debate and and argument when it has nothing to do with politics or left or right, or like, you know, Democrats, Republicans, liberals, you know, it is what it is. Strong, right, strong, left. You get my point. And like, why is this, why are we not necessarily focusing on the issue at hand? Like the actual, I don't know, the disease and it's all turned into, oh, this is, this is a, uh, you know, a, a PC stunt. This is a, some, we're, we're deterring, you know, what, what's really going on behind closed doors and who like, I don't know. It's the whole thing's weird to me. The whole thing gives me a weird vibe. I don't know. Wash your hands, take care of yourself, wipe your ass. Don't, don't be a gross human being. Just basic hygiene. I think we'll be all right. But, um, yeah. And then it's like, which led me to another thing. Like why is toilet paper not available? What that, what are you doing with it? Why is it so high? Why is it such a hot commodity? Like, I mean, we've always had to wipe our asses. Like, what i don't know that's another thing i just don't understand i feel like that all started from one person on facebook saying hey they're running a toilet paper and then everybody and their mom literally are like oh my god let me get on amazon and order three thousand rolls of toilet paper for whatever reason because i'm just magically gonna have to go to the bathroom every five seconds whatever that's another thing things i don't know so there's that and why is this disease why is this huge outbreak, this global thing that's going on, why does it take something of this magnitude to make us practice basic human hygiene and sanitation? Like, call me crazy. I guess I was raised in a normal, sane, you know, mentally sound home where my mom and my dad did this crazy thing where they made me wash myself and clean myself and wash my hands and use paper towels and hand sanitizer and be a normal functioning member of society. Like why is, why, why does it take this thing to, or something of this magnitude to make us realize, Oh my God, maybe I should wash my hands. Maybe I shouldn't, you know, sneeze and then grab onto a, you know, know, a water fountain handle or something. Or if somebody around me is coughing, maybe I shouldn't take a drink after them. Like it's this basic common knowledge and i don't know i guess taking this something that that you know it's worldwide right now everybody's starting to open their eyes i think it's weird but that's just me whatever like i said things i don't know but that's it i'm not going to give coronavirus any more time it's it's everywhere i'm sure y'all are tired of hearing it and don't don't want to hear me talk about it but there's my two cents on the whole thing and another point on this things i didn't know happened to pop into my head this week because I don't, I think, uh, I think that this particular one is like the biggest mystery to me. Is 
why is it cool all of a sudden? Why is it, you know, and I'm doing air quotes, why is it cool to hate, like literally express hatred towards people, things, bands, TV shows, whatever, that we all once used to like? Why is it cool to hate them now? Like who decided that's a thing? Like if you're my age, if you're, you know, in your early to mid 20s, you liked Nickelback. If you didn't like Nickelback, you're a liar. That's not the truth. Every it was on every radio station, it was at every every TV show, they were everywhere. You can't freaking Nickelback right now still slaps. I don't care what you say. But when did it become cool to hate them? It's everywhere. Like it's like an actual thing. Like people have gone on record and like canceled shit. Like they've had shows where nobody will show up and I'm like I don't know if I'm crazy, but I, I love me some Nickelback. I would always listen to them. I still do. They came on the other the other day on the radio, and I was jamming out, and then it just got me thinking. And, like, when I was talking about, like, popularity things that people start hating on, Nickelback's not the only thing that comes to mind. It's just the first one. But, like, this recent trend, uh, especially on, on, like, on Facebook and stuff, is hating on, like, some of the most wholesome most positively like accepted shows of all time like friends everyone is so hell-bent on on expressing their hatred towards it the show's not funny they have a laugh track in the background if the if the audience is told to laugh then it's not funny <laughs> like you're, you're so stupid if you okay god oh my why is it such a issue to you why does it bother you that much do you have no friends does the word friends offend you why are you freaking out like so much so that you take it to a social platform and you just repost and share and oh, I hate this show. This show is not funny. Like, well, I mean, it must be doing something right. It's like the most popular show like ever. So, and then uh, also like on that on the other end of the spectrum, The Office. Like, I think like Friends and The Office are pretty much like the Netflix or Hulu like binge shows. Like, even if you're not fully invested in them, they're definitely like background noise in a lot of people's houses. But, like, that's the same thing with The Office. People are like, I don't understand the humor in that show. That's so stupid. Uh, Steve Carell has done so much better work. He Dwight's not funny. Like, once again, is it just, are you just checking a box that says, hmm, what's super popular that I can hate on today? Yep, you know, check mark there. Screw The Office. Like, are you kidding me? There's millions of people around the globe that are in madly in love with both of those shows. And I just... I feel like it's very weird, like this whole cancel culture and everything that's going around. Like it's just cool to hate on things that everybody either used to love or and still does or I don't know, whatever. Those are just things that popped into my head where I'm like, why Why is this culture of like, let me take something popular and like viral or whatever and just hate it. Don't get me wrong. I definitely have things like that that I hate. Like Lizzo, that's the first thing that pops in my head. I don't Whatever. I know people like her. I don't. That's a whole different ballgame. What I'm saying is these, like, just one day of flip switched and, or switch flipped, and everybody's like, yep, time to hate this now. Whatever. Get out of here. It makes me think, like, are people, I think people are inherently, like, afraid to be, like, original or to, like, have a sense of originality. I don't know if, if that's the proper way to put it, but, like, I was always raised and, like, brought up to, have my own opinion to march to the march to the beat of my own drum to do what I think is cool, whatever. Like, I mean, my parents were super dope about all that and like never made me feel dumb for anything that I was interested in. 
which is probably why I'm the guy that sits in a man cave with a microphone in front of him and talks into it when nobody's around. <laughs> cough, cough. What a podcast. But anyways, like it, I feel like people are just afraid to be original. Like if, if everybody in the room, if you're in a room full of 20 people that are roughly your age and everyone is drinking Sprite, but you hate Sprite, I feel like 99% of people are going to order Sprite anyways just to fit in as opposed to getting a Dr. Pepper. You know, maybe that's a terrible example, but you get the point. Like, it's just, it's weird. Like, I am so drawn to the people that have a sense of themselves. I am so drawn to the people that have their own voice, their own opinion, their own, basically their own identity. That's what I'm getting at is I I enjoy conversations with those people. I vibe with those people. I want to have those people in my circle. Like, and I'm not hating on anyone that's, like you may like nothing but mainstream stuff. That's totally fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I like mainstream stuff too. But what I'm saying is I also know people who who will legit, uh, this person will remain unnamed, but like a long time ago when Breaking Bad was taking over the world, like what was that, like 2008, 2009, when that show was taking over the world, he told me, he was like, oh yeah, man, like I, I binge watched like, the whole thing, it was terrible. Like, I hated it from from the second season. And I'm like, well, you watched, like, 80 episodes? He's like, well, yeah. I mean, I didn't want to be left out. Like, I mean, everybody talks about it. And that just blew my mind. I'm like, what the hell? If What? If you didn't like that, then stop watching it. And your response was, I just wanted to be able to know what everybody's talking about. Like, what? What? Dude, if you want to go watch cartoons... Go watch cartoons. Why are you why are you following suit with what everybody else is doing if you don't want to do it? Like that's just I don't know. I hate that mentality, that 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 persona. Like that I don't know. That's just weird to me. And I what, the point I'm trying to make with that is I feel like that mentality, that that mindset, that I don't know what you would call. It, I think that that leads to all the stuff that's like oh, coronavirus is a joke or or you know friends is stupid like what why do you really believe that or is it because you saw three people online that you went to school with that said that and now you just want to be included like i don't know it's weird i'm not trying to come off as a hater that's the last thing i want to do i'm not hating on anybody i'm just saying i think that that's very weird and i don't understand it like it's 2020 man like there's people that identify as a fucking as a fucking lion you know or like a, a lizard and they'll get their tongue split in half and you know get their eye eyeballs dyed yellow like they do your own thing you know like it's not you don't need to be yourself man like that's that's what i'm getting at is don't don't worry about judgment don't worry about what you know the cool kids are saying or whatever that's something i've struggled with in the past is like trying to please too many people at once and that is like it'll, it'll kill you you know, uh, even with this platform, it, it, it's, it's hard to, cause there's things that I want to say. And then there's things that I get suggestions from people and I'm like kind of juggling that, like, Oh, do I talk about it to, you know, could I rant for, you know, five or 10 minutes about that topic or do, and, and then I, I'll sit back and think like, I don't, I don't really, I don't really want to talk about it. So why would I do that just to please some random Joe blow. I don't mean that disrespectful, you know, like if you ever have a suggestion that I, I know about, or I'm interested in, of course I'll talk about it. But I personally struggle with that, you know, trying to 
please the masses whenever one of the one of the the like stronghold one of the pillars of my life is like being original doing your own thing being your own person like and if you are if you're a person that has like if you're if you are a person that has an originality side to them like like a, like just something inside of you that you enjoy doing things that maybe not everybody enjoys doing or maybe some people think is weird or whatever like man maybe you're surrounding yourself with the wrong people like if, if, i don't know if if you have friends or loved ones in your life that try to discourage you from doing something that you enjoy or tell you it's stupid or it's wrong or it's dumb if you're not hurting anybody screw those people do what you want to do follow what you're passionate follow your passions you know put a purpose to your passion do do the things you want to do you're a human being who knows fucking coronavirus could all kill us tomorrow so what i'm saying is you know it's it ain't that serious do you I promise you there's going to be people out there that vibe with you in some way, sense, shape, form, or fashion. So whatever. In closing, be original. Be friendly to people. Follow what you're passionate about. Put your time and effort into things that you think are cool and screw what everybody else thinks. And wipe your ass so corona doesn't get any worse than it already is.